If I got arrested, it would be for stealing from kids. Trespassing. A filming. <laughs> Sorry. What is happening? Man, I was very excited to do this podcast. That answer just went in so many different directions. Why are you trespassing? Where are you trying to go? That'd be lit. If you got, if he like, said filming. I said trespassing. I know. Yeah. I'm t- weren't we all answering for Shamir? No. He no. said. He said if I. He didn't say if you. But the question was like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I can see. I can see what you thought. So you thought that Shamir oh, for would me, get arrested trespassing. for trespassing? Yeah, oh, that's I, dope. Yeah, I thought I would think he would get um, no, arrested it's for, for trespassing. Yourself, but oh. why is that dope? Dude, because she thinks I'm adventurous. No, I think you do it for the vlog. <laughs> like, ooh, let's see what's in there type that's thing. That's also adventurous. Very, very true. <laughs> very true. But, what would you get arrested for? Yeah, what would Amber? you get arrested for, Amber? Ooh, what would I get arrested for? A public indecency? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, my yes. God. <laughs> yes. Twerking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Say less. No. That's accurate. I'm just kidding. Probably because somebody would think I'm too, like, uh, friendly with their kid or some shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and, a, like, funny. they would take it the wrong way. Um, like, I smile at kids from a distance, and I'd be like, hey, how And they'd be like, don't look at my kid. Or yeah, oh, yeah, you yeah, do yeah. do that. Like, as soon as you a kid, Has you just start, like, following them and, like, I making faces. I don't follow them unless, and... yeah, 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 but unless it's appropriate. But I think that sometimes, like, in a supermarket, okay for... the kid will wander up to me. It's okay like, for Hi. girls to do that, though. I think it's socially acceptable. Yeah. Like, but... I want to do that really bad internally, and sometimes <laughs> I do. But I know that it's just, like, it's, it's, a, no, it's a no-go zone. Yeah. Yeah. I love kids, but. Has a parent, like, been like, don't look at my kid? Or something. No, it hasn't happened yet. I think the only yet. thing that, no, it didn't. Uh, like, there's been situations where, like, um, I think like part of like the race things has to do too, like where I was at, and like a kid would be in the cart and they'd be like peekabooing with me, and I was playing peekaboo back, and the mom just kind of like ignored me, instead of like letting the kid continue to do it, she was just kind of like. Like, I think she was weirded out by it, but most of the time, parents are like, this is my kid. They're so cute. Interact. Mm. Yeah. So, like, like I would say that's happened one time out of, like, the thousands of times I interact with kids. What would you steal from kids, Ross? Oh, sometimes kids be having nice things. Like, <laughs> just like, I want to, like, they have these Their cool iPads. Like Whenever I go outside, these kids are playing with, like, dope toys oh, that I yeah. never had when mm-hmm. I was a kid. Like, these random, like, cool bikes with, like you know electric bikes that cool have <laughs> wheels and and they're flashy and they're nice i'm like man you know how easy it would be to steal that from you mm-hmm. yeah oh my god that's what you think or, or or like or like candy or something like that sometimes they're just eating something i'm just like man i want that <laughs> they say Wait. that's the whole saying is uh, it's as easy as stealing candy from a baby is it that easy though actually kids would be loud if you try to they're steal loud candy from yeah them. it's loud and like Everyone would know. It like, should be like, like it should be as easy as stealing candy from your mother because your mother's <laughs> never gonna call you out, you know? Yeah. Or she's not gonna even notice. She's like, unless she really likes that candy. But most of the time, the adults are not gonna notice that you stole yeah, their candy. That's true. All the kids in my neighborhood are nice though. They actually they would they you offer steal me. from them. Yesterday, oh. yesterday this kid was offering me his like, it was this really good looking flavor of Trident gum. I was like, okay, so I don't have to I don't have to resort to stealing. But just know that if it came down to it. You'd find me in jail, reason being, stealing from kids. Uh, yeah. Seeing as, Shamir, you did record um, a fight recently, I could, I could see that you could be, get caught up in something. Yeah. That's some, like, Nelk Boys <laughs> type stuff. 
No, I I think uh, I want to be arrested one time for filming, like as a bucket <laughs> for the, list thing for the, for the clickbait. Except not clickbait. Not not even for clickbait. Just like a story I can tell my children later. Like I used to vlog so hard that I got oh arrested God. for it. Like you guys need to step up your game, whatever they're doing in life. So, also, if you're choosing to be like a creator or something, or just a you know an entrepreneur in general. Uh, being arrested doesn't affect you at all like i see a bunch of people that will you know will get arrested while they're doing something like making a movie or something like that yeah remember uh our friend emma was telling us that there was uh this filming of fast and furious when they did in tokyo tokyo drift and the director they weren't allowed to film in this certain location no no they had no they had no permits to film in like this whole city Okay, and yet and they, they filmed. H- hired this what what's it called a fallout guy? Yeah, fallout they, hi- guy? they hired a fake director, so that when the fake director or fake actor, one of those things. I think a director. So when yeah. the police shows up, yeah. they he claims that he's the director and they arrest him. Yeah, and then like whoever you know is pr- producing that film, they can be like, all right, we still have our director. Let's continue. They <laughs> That's so have crazy. Been denied a permit if they went through the process of hiring somebody who's willing to be arrested and all of that but actually that was a bad example because what if the fallout guy decides he wants to have like a career in something else so the director (laughs) didn't actually take the hit (laughs) but yeah thank you guys for tuning in to an episode of strange flavors my name is shimmer i'm for us my name is amber this is brought to you by olive theory and this is also the strangest and greatest podcast in the game coming to you from a place far far away far far away that we will get to later because i need to bring something up However, I'm going to do the intro because you need to email us because we need better intro questions. Some of you have been lacking on the social media and the intro questions, but we love the intro questions. Who is this intro question by? I didn't even see. It didn't Um, even say. Or maybe we made it up. It didn't say. So, yes, we would love your intro questions. You can email us uh, at strangeflavorspodcast. It's it's by me because your guys' intro questions suck. Yeah. And I'm going to start blocking people if you don't raise your own standards. Yeah. yeah. They weren't, they were not hot. Like they, yeah. they were just not good <laughs> at all. Like, like the questions would be like, how was your day? Or like, how is Corona in Maryland? Like, how do you yo, expect us to, what is yeah. the meaning of life? How do you expect us <laughs> to answer sad. that in three seconds, bro? Honestly, that would be a great intro question. Like to see how we would try to answer it. It'd be funny. <laughs> but I'm not even going to attempt that. So I'm going to be like, Tati. Tati. <laughs> <laughs> but your music's been hot. The music's been hot on the podcast. So you can send that at strangeflavorspodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to be silent here so Amber can say her weekly thing. Wow, I love all of your cousins' Don't do that. Don't do that. Thank you. Thank you for your cousins' music. No, no. Frost, I'm I'm helping you so you know where to mute it. Yeah. You guys are doing a great job by sending in all of your cousins' music. I love cousins. I love cousin music. Okay, it's just a genre. A interesting thing to say. What All if right. it's just like a genre and it's just like cousin? Yeah. Like there's rap and then there's. I'm for it. That's my favorite genre, cousin. <laughs> yes, but you can also listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts: Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, literally anywhere because we just wow. shoot our podcasts everywhere. And wow. if you want to see my amazing background, which is also far, far away, that I will also get into right after this intro. Uh, you can see that on YouTube. 
CRP Why is this like a huge thing? I will get into it. You're like a you're like, like a imam. You know, like those guys <laughs> that are like, we will come back on this topic. Uh, but first, let me talk about this, and uh, <laughs> then they go into a like another tangent, and then they're like, we'll talk about this topic the next time. Frost, I'm prepping you because I yes. know how hard you're about to go. Yeah. Talking yeah, about my background. We could tell. We were yeah. ready for it. I feel but, like I feel but, like if you give me a topic, I'll just go hard on it regardless, <laughs> even if I don't really care about it. <laughs> That's probably true. But what you should not go on hard on is our social media. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely not. Definitely. No, go hard. Well, you no, hard. Go, no, go no hard, hard on, on our social media. You no, like, no, no hard, hard ons in the DMs. No harding here. No. Uh, Facebook, Run Instagram, Twitter, at Strange Flavors. But you know who else is going hard? <laughs> <laughs> our two people, our two biggest supporters of all time. Yes. Bobber's Bagels and Cassie's Cupcakes. Wow. Let's go. Wow. wow. Incredible. Quote unquote, going hard at supporting this podcast. We have going so hard many in strange flavors. Rarity, uh, that's what it's called, right? Rarity? What? A cart? Yeah. Yeah, we have yeah. Rarity all around the town now. We're really feeding Rarity. this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got bagels, we got cupcakes, and wow. they... Who's next? Go, go. Who's next? Go, yeah. go, go, go. And because of that, their wonderful support, um, they have gotten me here in this background that we will explain in just another point. <laughs> Let me bring up another point, and then we can talk about my background. All right? You can also support us on Patreon. We have this amazing YouTube channel called Ronopono, and you only for a simple monthly patron you can support the channel and you get all types of exclusive content guess what this week a huge banger is dropping bangers dropping and yeah. guess who will see first. it first guess who will see it first guess. wild guess i don't know uh cousin would you say amber oh sorry would you say dogs i said the patrons oh you are oh. correct crazy is yep. that those same patrons are so cool. We got to have a one-on-one -on -one talk with them. And those are the same ones that are be getting this preview this week. Yeah. yeah. And we told them something that we haven't told anybody yet about certain plans. It's a little secret, you know? Plans, it's a little secret uh, that we don't really want any other, everybody else to know. Only, like, the like the true, true, real people get to know what's happening. Yeah, Facts. but uh, but we still appreciate everyone else's support, too. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> don't leave us. Absolutely. You're still real people, even if Amber doesn't think so. <laughs> Only the real people. Cousin. The rest of you are animals. Only if you're a cousin, I appreciate you. <laughs> but right, now, can we can we get to Shrek now? Hold up, hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What? Okay, so for the real topic, we <laughs> will be talking about my background. Wow. And for the listeners, they don't know what my background is. But the, the, the watchers yeah. will know. The viewers. And the viewers will know, but wow. somehow Amber doesn't know. Yeah. Amber, Amber doesn't did, know. Amber didn't know what my background was. And if you didn't know, it's like a fake Hollywood. It says far, far away. Right. Now, now for so. the listeners, they can kind of see, okay, this is, it might be from this, might be from that. Mm -hmm. But the true listeners will know it's from Shrek. That's crazy. I didn't One know. One of the greatest animated films of all time. Do you and actually feel that way or is that like a joke? It, okay, so at, <laughs> when I was a kid, when I was a kid, I loved it, right? Yeah. And then I kind of forgot about it. And then it started coming back up again as a joke. And then I realized... Holy crap, there's so many like great things about the first film and the second film. The rest are bad. But it's actually a really good film. It like, is. Yeah, this the other ones like the first Shrek, especially when you grow up like we grew up hearing nursery rhymes and fairy tales a lot. And those are kind of the stories everybody knew. And to see them in Shrek, 
it was like something common and it brought all of them together it was like the avengers before avengers yeah and like it twisted it in the funniest way possible and somehow amber didn't know amber Amber didn't have a childhood she she was like i watched it when did shrek have other movies in it what do you mean they just (laughs) were in the swamp and like she was there and then she wasn't green anymore and then she was was not in it three blind mice aren't in it no Oh, oh my and Shrek? gosh! I'm dude. sorry, I watched the wrong Shrek. <laughs> Wait, is there a different Shrek that you're talking about? Because I'm hip to the first Shrek. <laughs> what is Shrek, Amber? What What is Shrek? Yeah, what is this? This is the green ogre. Okay. And he has Fiona, so you... and Puss in Boots, right? Okay, so you just weren't paying attention then, because <laughs> you missed all. Even Simon Cowell is in it. Yeah. <laughs> is he not Puss in Boots? <laughs> Yeah, oh he is. Gosh. Yes, he is. Uh, yeah, Simon yeah, Cowell yeah. plays Puss in Boots, and uh, okay, listen, Leonardo okay, DiCaprio you know was plays watching? Shrek. This, this led to the question, Amber. What did you do as a kid? You know, a little choir, but you know, a little this, a little bit that, but mainly Liz McGuire. And I, the only movies that I really rewatched was Cadet Kelly, and I've only ever like the like I don't rewatch movies this is my for problem. anything. And this the is my only problem. movie I've rewatched in my life is like a lot. Is Cadet Kelly and the Lizzie McGuire movie? You, like, you have an unhealthy obsession with Hilary Duff. No, let me explain. It's not an unhealthy obsession. I only had two pairs of. This is what you remember from your childhood: is Hilary Duff. Two sunglasses, two headbands, three shirts, six books, two CDs, um, four posters. Every single um, what are those things? Scholastic fair. I used to get one more. You, you know, it, it's fair. Like. I get no, it. You know? It's not no, fair. No, no, it's fair. It's Don't fair. start a sentence. Let me, no, tell, you, let me tell you why. It is let fair. me tell you why. It's fair, but for Amber, it's not. Because most girls, they will fan over, you know, Miley Cyrus, Avril Lavigne, Hillary Duff. No, Shamir, you were but, fanning over Miley but, Cyrus. Yes, I was. But I'm also fanning over a lot of bunch of things. They're not my entire world. That Okay, right? okay so me, that's, no, that's no, what no, I'm on, trying to break down. Can I just make the uh, You've made enough points. really quickly. Is that I wasn't allowed to have shirtless men as posters, so I wasn't allowed to be obsessed with, like, ooh, Amber, like the Amber, new Zayn Malik The choices aren't Hillary Duff or shirtless men. There's <laughs> many other things. Look, I, I couldn't put shirtless women. If I was I allowed put to have shir- shirtless men on okay, my walls, I, I, I tried to put, put Robert Pattinson. Wo- I couldn't put shirtless women on my walls, so I put a shirtless picture of Shah Rukh Khan on my walls. I thought you were gonna All say right. a shirtless picture of Shrek. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I would love that. But too. look, 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 but look. Shamir enjoys shirtless. Shrek, right? But if if Shamir made everything Shrek, I would make I would have a problem with that. And this is this is my this is my issue with parents who, when when their kids ask them like. I don't know if you had this, but like mm-hmm. I would go to my friend's houses sometimes and their whole room was themed after like this one thing. So for you, for example, like if you were to do this, like everything is just Lizzie McGuire. It was. It's like there's no diversity at all. And it's and diversity. once you grow up like two, two more years after that, this whole room is complete garbage trash. I forgot you to can, mention I hated the color green but i painted my walls green because i heard once that her favorite color was green but keep going jeez i don't want to keep going (laughs) and you know you know you know why you painted it green because you were secretly missing out on shrek and you knew that it inside deep down it's shrek who belonged on your walls and not hillary i'm sorry that i'm not a big fan of ogres like what's the issue here it's not about ogres it's about like it's the moral story having having can i having no sort of Mm-mm. range in your in your childhood. I wasn't allowed to have range damn it 
If I you could have watched, you could have you could have said all types of Disney movies and uh. I had one and- lunchbox of Britney Spears and one folder of Britney Spears. Okay, when I tell you that my parents were like, you can't have too many interests because we can't be buying you all this stuff. Like if you like you Lizzie have, McGuire, you can you have like Britney Lizzie Spears. McGuire. I was like, well, do you know what was- type of music Britney Spears was making? <laughs> do your parents know that? I mean, obviously not. <laughs> And, and I'm sure the posters know, and lunchboxes. I was listening to rap. My parents, no, my dad and my brothers took me to go watch Austin Powers when I was four in theaters. <laughs> four. There was okay. no type of like I, okay. structure, okay? It okay. was just happening. Okay. I they see were just the trying issue to serve. Yeah, like they were just like, oh, okay. Like most of my interests were my brother's interests. And then my only sole interest that wasn't theirs was Barney and Hilary Duff. I think I think I would have accepted a fully themed Austin Powers room and childhood. <laughs> that would have been way better. I watched Borat when I was really little, and it was like, yo, this is... That was the theme. My white friend's the theme, mom yeah. took me to watch it in theaters. Borat? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... Okay, wait. How old were you? I was in seventh or eighth grade. In theaters. I think that could be traumatizing. I think that could be traumatizing for for little girls. It was like to us as boys, it was funny. Yeah, we watched Jackass. That was the first time I saw something. (laughs) (laughs) I was I was concerned. I was like, I know it looked like that that down there. You know, speaking of (laughs) and it was like (laughs) speaking of something. something. Should we move on to this next topic? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're already on it. There's a whole song about something. Oh, well, no, I just from a woman's perspective, woman's perspective. Well, let's talk about the men's perspective. OK, let's talk about the no, men's no, no, no. I'm saying I'm saying let's... he was talking about the little something, something. He's talking about private something. areas, right? Uh, he's talking, talking about, about the song. Wow. No, I'm Wop. going to go back to the men the really Wop. quickly because Kimber, we're not even on no, no, the topic. No, what do you mean? I back don't, use I don't the men. No, I don't know. This is how I want to intro this topic. Let me do it. Oh, you already have a problem. I have never in my life heard men speak of their unborn daughters unborn hypothetical daughters till a song came out a specific song came out and listen i warned y'all before we even had this this is an annoying thing for me but okay nikki cardi news of the week let's now go ahead and bring up the topic cardi b and our hot leader megan the stallion did however drop a song and it was fire it was some hoes in the south no 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 okay it was cool it was great i was having a great time but it was very quickly interrupted (laughs) it was very quickly interrupted by the opinion of men who don't yet even have a reason to be mad but you know are never worried about their unborn hypothetical sons so there's this new song. She came out. It was real um, graphic or whatever, but also what Cardi B song isn't graphic. So I'm listening to the song and I'm thinking nothing of it because this is quite literally how all Megan songs sound, how all Cardi songs sound. Like this kind of like normal for me at this point. Like the song didn't really stick out to me. I thought it was really creative when she said the whole dangly thing in the back of my throat. That was real creative to me or whatever. And um, I think I think that was cool. <laughs> And it was a great song. 10 out of 10. Men, however, 0 out of 10. <laughs> that is my opinion on the whole look, topic as an entirety. Look, it's, I think it's, I think there's two types of, uh, well, there's a lot of types of people. But some people are, <laughs> some people uh, want to 
make an issue and mm-hmm. actually put more attention towards that uh, than just enjoy the song. Here's my perspective on it, right? I grew up listening to Snoop Dogg and 50 Cent and Eminem, and uh, they have all types of very inappropriate songs. Graphic. Very graphic. graphic and this to me is another inappropriate song from a woman's perspective. It is inappropriate. And and mm-hmm. for some people they're making it a thing like no, like it's it's not. No, it is. It's inappropriate. No, it is. But it is. but at the same time uh I don't think that it's m- like when people say that, you know, uh music and video games and movies corrupt you, uh sure, I guess like that could be a factor to some people where things that somebody says or does in media and the way that they consume it uh, changes their perspective on certain things. Uh, I'll speak for myself. When I grew up with all types of... Amber said that she, you know, her brothers took her to watch Austin Powers when she was like... My dad used to show us, like, all types of gangster movies and all rated R movies when we were little. And it was... And I come from a family that's, like, really appreciative of art in general. That's the way that I always viewed these things is just like look at the lessons and perspectives that you can get from these things at the same time there's there's not many lessons you can get from uh you know bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks and stuff like that or anything that 50 cent or eminem would say but it just sounded good and mm-hmm. even at the time my dad would be like you know these songs are inappropriate and stuff and but the quality of them when you put on a song like in the club when that first came out you know even he would be like wow like this is mixed or like whatever really well and it's just something to enjoy but it's not something that you uh necessarily attach yourself with um when when a song like this comes out i listen to it uh you know quality wise like it sounds like a good song um it's kind of funny it's kind of cool whatever uh again it is inappropriate the video was dope like regarding as far as graphically uh aesthetically um, again, the video is also inappropriate, but uh, I'm looking at it from that perspective and, and all of those factors are just like it's a song. It's another uh, sort of thing in media that has been done before. Um, and yeah, people people are going to have a problem because it's something that they can say that, um, you know, either the liberals are doing or women need to check themselves and this and that. And it's just like enjoy the song. And if you well, if you let that stuff consume you as well you're no longer gonna like the song either yeah i mean i think you're like you're saying a lot of men have these issues like right yo like you know women finally have this kind of song that it's like okay let me i have the power in this essentially that's what the song is like i have this power right that i can like in this situation i have the power and that's my super that's my superpower like, it's, like, it's like saying uh who runs the world girls in a in a more explicit sense in a more For explicit sure. sense yeah and so men are like yo why do we have this inappropriate song like why why is this like and i don't know it's just so weird because you know like you were saying we have a bunch of songs like from the men's guys perspective right you know you know what else is interesting about that though like the the men doing it right yeah um when when people would say things like oh this is women empowerment or something like that i think that that's like you know you could debate about that it being exaggerated or whatever but at the same time i when i started thinking about like the things that as guys that excite us right um and and labeling it something like men empowerment for example if i'm watching a movie like scarface or the godfather with just like 
dudes that it's just like a crazy testosterone build of just like shooting stuff and you know being explicit Drugs, and being girls like abusive and all that kind of stuff yeah um does it does it make the man feel powerful yeah like when you're watching it with the boys uh you're like yeah like this is what being men is all about and then so i look at that and then i'm like what if for women you know you hear a song like this and when it's like girls with girls they're like oh yeah like we can we can be this and it kind of like it excites you for a little Mm -hmm. and we know as guys that like you know killing and things like that is like it's, it's not the way to go and this shouldn't be shown to kids who are not like ready to understand that this is a movie or just a song or something like that. So if you look at it in that same perspective, uh, in a song like this or something that I guess quote unquote empowers women, it's the same thing on both sides. Men are just not used to it being that way for women. And so they have a problem with it because they're like, Oh, what if they get too much power and then they're going to treat us this way and they're going to really, it's, it's like to suppress them so that they don't figure out that there's this cheat code or something. I don't know. That's the way I might. I've it. heard a few guys' responses to like, and these are people who are not fans of it. I'm not putting this song up on a pedestal and being like, this is the idea like of femininity. This is the goal of being a woman. I'm mm-hmm. not saying that, but do you want to know what it is? A good time. Like, like just singing that just singing it, it's just it's just a good time and like for example in this conversation alone we have had to acknowledge that it was an inappropriate song six times when do we have to do that with a guy song like when do we ever have to be like this song is inappropriate however Mm. it's a song it is inappropriate but like also it was a good song like like i feel like we've never had to do that and i get it now that we're going to have more female rappers and they're going to be doing that the more it'll slowly start to be accepted it's just funny to me that the way that I've personally had conversations quite literally at a table with men who feel like the song is giving that is giving woman a wrong thing to idolize. And I'm like, so what about you when you were singing Lollipop by Lil Wayne in sixth, seventh, eighth, ninth grade? What like is is that are you saying the same thing for you too? And they're like, well, no, it's just that like, I'm a guy, so I know it's different. Well, you're also not a girl and you have no idea how it's quote unquote, like empowering these young girls to want to go out and achieve a WAP. That's not it. It's just supposed to be like, <laughs> achieve a, a WAP. yeah, like nobody's trying to be like, oh yeah, like I'm going to be the juiciest out there. Nobody's trying to do that. Like that's not a goal that anybody's going for. And I think if that's the case, then like there's another issue aside. The song is not going to be the problem for them. Yeah, and I, it doesn't it doesn't make you that person by uh, associating yourself with something like that either, right? Like there's there's people that are modest that enjoy just as you know um, explicit art or whatever might be the case, and they don't change who they are. So it, it's really on you how you uh, decide to you know let it impact you, or if you're too young, um, you know, on your parents to to see if I guess something like that is going to uh you're ready for something to consume something like that or not yeah if i just want to bring up sorry if you're bringing up your unborn daughter and you have never brought up your unborn hypothetical son you are the problem keep going mm-hmm. ahead. Go ahead no i just wanted to end this note uh by saying i recently got a cat so i really relate to this song Saying <laughs> no, <I'm joking. laughs> you sing wap to it while you're like uh showering it it's in the bath <laughs> Uh, I love that. 
That's amazing. Uh, I also I also have a uh, WAP, which is a wet ass phone. Um, <laughs> oh my god. I'm using I'm using my trap phone again, guys, uh, because um. Frost. What did you do? <laughs> we're we're uh, recording uh, part three of our series of Saad trying to our friend Saad recovering his uh, drone from the ocean and uh, if you haven't seen that if you haven't seen that like uh, go on our vlog channel Pono Ronal and it's an amazing series but uh, yeah somewhere along the way uh, my phone might have uh, again gotten a little bit wet Um, so all the footage is gone I don't know yet but regardless I'm not gonna give away what happens but it's okay so we'll see what happens in the future is it okay if you don't get the footage Trust me. Okay. Just trust me. How are we supposed to trust if you yourself said that you don't know? <laughs> Bro, like, it's just a phone. To me, to me, all these things, like, I will always uh, go and have the experience or the Can shot or whatever. Can I just ask what you before. did? Wait, wh- what do you mean? What, how'd you get water on it this time? We were in the water. Okay, but what we did you do? We were on a do? boat and there was a lot of water coming in. There was waves and stuff and it got wet. And I didn't. And then when I got in the car, it wasn't exactly turning on. And now I'm it wasn't a, exactly turning on. And I had a WAP, and now I'm. I have an Android, so <laughs> it is what it is. All right, I think we've been talking for enough. Um, I think it's time to bring in someone who is um, a little bit more intellectual and uh, well put together and more. Wow. Just kidding. Uh, he's a cool guy. No, he's he is intellectual and all that, but. Um, <laughs> Very excited to have this stranger on today. Uh, he's a creator that's been on the rise. He recently dropped a viral video called Being Black in Pakistan that was like recommended to us and it's been blowing up since then. Um, so he shares his unique upbringing, his perspectives on different cultures and things like that, and just his ambitions with us um, along with the positives and negatives of all the recent attention. Um, so we have a dope and enlightening conversation with him about life, about growth, and about cultures. So get comfortable because you're not gonna wanna miss this one. Everybody, please welcome our stranger, Abdullah Maruf. Yo, man, this is incredible. So we got Abdullah on the uh, on the podcast today. Maruf, that's how you say it? Yeah, Abdullah Maruf, yeah. Abdullah Maruf. So uh, this is interesting because you you were uh, did some research on us before. So, um, so you might know a little bit more about us than we might know about you. Yeah. It's a ta- it's a maybe, tactic. Maybe not. <laughs> maybe maybe not. No, you know you know what he was he was appreciating Trump a little bit for his tactics. I think this is his tactic of having the edge on us. He wow. was like the, he's like I'm about to talk with some Americans. Let me find out their ways from their leader. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're we're not all no, like that, bro. Come on. We're not. We're not. <laughs> I was talking about the documentary I was watching, which kind of reminded me of like Americas and all that. Because I was watching that documentary and like the way Trump is at where he is right now. I mean, it's yeah. just like he's just like the real mob star. Like I don't know if you watch Peaky Blinders or not. Have you watched it? No. I know Peaky about the show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that Thomas Shelby is like real badass. So. Like Donald Trump is like living it, like you know. So 
<laughs> it makes it makes way, sense. So. It's the, it's the premise of any. You're right. It's the premise of any sort of like classic sort of gangster movie where you just you yeah. just slash and go to the top and then you're and then you're there. And he's he's that classic he's sort of there. New Yorker. I feel you. I feel yeah. You. Um. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. But for real quick, for people that don't know, so um, if you notice Abdullah's, the accent, we got. I'm sorry. Just please start off with the accent because this is so much fun for me right now. <laughs> just you hearing mean? you talk, he has a Pakistani accent, like. With his English, I don't the know. listeners might not know what's going on, but if you're yeah. on video, you'll know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, so this all started because um, I was recommended a video on my YouTube titled was, "Being sorry. Being uh, Being Black in Pakistan," and I was really interested in because that's not a um, a perspective you see a lot. I've you know, kind of having my childhood in Pakistan. I would see black people in Pakistan, but you never hear their stories. So immediately I clicked this. I was like, wow. And with everything that's been going on this year with, you know, uh, the George Floyd thing in America and all the sort of Black Lives Matter protests, it was perfect timing. So I clicked it then and I was like, we have to reach out to this guy immediately. And since then, Abdullah, you've gotten like over 600,000 views on that video and mm -hmm. I'm sure it'll yeah. be a million real soon. You've gotten to what almost 30,000 30, subscribers. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what's almost what's 30. the what's the reaction and and sort of what's the time been like since you put out that video? I'm sure you've gotten a lot of um attention off of that. Uh well, <laughs> that's part of it like I'm an introvert, right? And um like when I first started YouTube, like there were yeah. many reasons to start YouTube, right? There was like, um, I like making videos. I wanna, I wanna be in a room with people that do big things. Like that's like Kevin Hart, The Wayne Rock. Maybe I could be in a room with them, but to be in a room with them, you have to bring something to the table. So for me, YouTube was the kind of way, and I really like making videos. So like for me to be able to be in a room with really great people doing great things, mm -hmm. uh, that was what YouTube uh, attracted me towards. And uh, before I got to got into YouTube, people like I knew the circumstances very clearly. Like every day, you're seeing this YouTuber crying, that YouTuber crying. So I know I was getting myself into, and I knew what it was going to be like a YouTuber long... crying. Like you're saying the drama and stuff on YouTube, and yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. like you know, yeah, like you know, like things happen with vloggers and YouTubers. Like they get hacked, they get abused, they get like like there there's a lot. Like you know, there's a lot that happens to YouTubers and. Mm -hmm. sure. uh, I knew like if I was going to get myself into this, that might happen. So I might as well get ready for that. So even knowing the circumstance, I still said that I want to go and do this thing. So um, when I first started YouTube, I didn't get much love and support from people. There were a bunch of people, but uh, in the beginning, I really, really needed that uh, support. But once I didn't get it, I my mind shifted and I was like, I'm just gonna focus on making great content and just making a hundred videos this year. So that was just the goal. And that was your goal before any of this was just, I wanna put yeah. out hundred videos in 2020. Yeah, yeah, before any of this black in America and black in Pakistan right. and And we'll, we'll get so, deeper into that so you don't have to explain all of that right away, but yeah, okay. go ahead. Yeah, so uh, that was just like, uh, after I got, after being black in Pakistan blew up, yeah. uh, 
I was at first very um, surprised, shook, and I was like, oh shit, like <laughs> it, it was at 14,000, which was the most I ever got in like six, seven hours. And I was like, oh shit, okay, like come down, come down, don't go up, don't go up, it's enough, it's enough. <laughs> and it just, it just kept blowing up, like tripling, tripling. And what was the fear? Once it, uh, the fear was like, uh, people i don't know it was just like it's been an introvert so i don't like people to know about me especially uh we might get deeper into that for this podcast yep. but uh i don't want people to know that i know urdu in a way because <laughs> there's a lot of advantages for me because when someone is speaking when i'm with a person and he doesn't know i know urdu he's gonna say some things that he thinks I'm not, I'm not gonna understand. So for me, Yo. that's like a bonus point. You so, are a tactical have, person. Yeah. Don't don't come in here saying you're not a tactical person. <laughs> I mean, yeah, very I'm, I'm very cautious. Very yeah, so so no. I'm always cautious. Respect. So, yeah, so that was that was a little bit of the fear I had, and yeah, that was just it, man. But once that was blown, I had to like figure out what's more important like the reason i made that video was that it was it was it was something that was burning inside me it was something that i had to make a video because it was just like you have to make this way and the morning i made that video i wasn't feeling well i had some headache and i had a bunch of weird problems but i just said let's just go for it and and i just made the video and uh that's uh, that's just what happened. So, well, I'm glad yeah. that you did make the video because you're you're here today. Uh, mm -hmm. It was an incredible video, and we'll we'll talk more about the video, um, real soon. Mm -hmm. But take us all the way back first. You know, what's your origin story? How how do you make it to Pakistan? Um, I I'm in Pakistan for more than ten years, and and how old are my you now? Parent, my parents brought me here, so. Um, how old do you think I'm? Twenty-one. I would, yeah, I would say, I would say twenty, twenty-one. Yeah, late yeah. teens. <laughs> I'm, I'm twenty-two. I'm twenty-two. Okay. okay. So yeah, um, twenty-two. Uh, my parents brought me here, and uh, yeah, that's about it. So I came like here at a very young age. From where? Age. Hmm. From they where? Came? From Nigeria. Nigeria. From Nigeria. Okay. Yeah. And they yes, came so to Pakistan for work? Work and studies, yeah. Work and studies. Oh, okay. oh. My parents are very um, educational, I guess, like very into like studying and all that. So, what part of Pakistan did it come? Islamabad. Islamabad, okay. And are you still in Islamabad? Yeah, still in Islamabad. Is that a common thing uh, for Nigerians to uh, go to a place like Pakistan for their studies or for work? Uh, yes. Um, I think Nigerians are like in many countries, but I think Pakistan has that edge for like if you're a Muslim. Yeah. And like, like when I went back to uh, Nigeria, right, and uh, we met some of our relatives and some of the friends, and they were asking, "Which country did you come from?" And you were like, "Pakistan." Like, Pakistan, really? That's amazing country and all that. So, uh, like, they have this image that Pakistan is a very Muslim country, very uh, culturalistic country, you know. So, that that's my my parents are like Muslim, so. 
that's that's one of the edge of coming to Pakistan. So yeah. yeah. What was that um experience for you like the transition uh, from Nigeria to Pakistan overall? Uh, I came at a very very young age, so um. I don't remember much, but what I remember is that I was, uh, I think I was, I was accepted very quickly, wow. which uh, doesn't happen much because, um, you know, when you're like a kid, you, you need that acceptance. Like I remember my first day at school. Now um, I'm always the black guy in the room, in the, in the hall, in the, like, <laughs> like, I'm usually the only black person. So when I was little, um, I had this uh, fear of going to school, right? And I remember when I went to school, I had this uh, fear. And uh, there were some kids that came up to me and they were like, uh, Abdullah Kaisu, Kiko, come to us, let's play and let's... Uh, let's have some fun. I was very good at sports, so that gave me an advantage. Like this kid will say, "Nini Abdullah, my team man, Nini my team man." So like <laughs> they'll be pulling me each each way because I was good at sports, and I was always like the silent dude, the the fun dude. But I was always silent. But when I spoke, I tried to make something funny. So uh, I had that edge, and I was always accepted very quickly. But don't get me wrong, there were people that would call me Kale, there were people that would call me, what are you doing here, you should go. But but when one person says some bad shit and 10 others accept you, like you kind of ignore that one bad person. So that's like the ratio of, of being. So I was always like, even till today, some of my very close friends are Pakistanis because I spent most of my time here. So. Uh, I was always accepted very quickly. Even when I'm going to like a shop or you know some new place, there's always that people. It even happened today. I was like fixing my bike, and this person said TK. Like he was very nice. Like there's always yeah. that polite attitude towards Pakistanis, and uh, yeah. So. When you first came, like as a child, did you have any understanding of? I'm going to be the person who looks different here and like did your parents like have to have a conversation with you like okay you're going to be different but it's okay or anything like that how did you like submerge into it no I didn't uh, I mean my parents didn't have that conversation with me <laughs> they were just like you have to go to school just go to school like I mean what like um and the school I went was a private school so um there were foreigners but they weren't yeah English. Were, I went to Pak Turk, so uh, it's a Pakistan and Turkish school. I've been there for like 10, 12 years. So, uh, but still, they were like majority was like uh, Pakistani, and then like maybe one or two will be like from Arab countries. Hmm. But there was usually the only black. I was usually the only black wow. person. How was it yeah. uh, picking up Urdu, and have your parents also picked it up too? Uh, I picked it up quickly because, uh, you know, I'm always around Pakistanis, but my parents, uh, not much. They kind of understand it, but not as well as I do. I know it more, so. I have, um, I have a lot of Nigerian friends. Uh, we seem to get along really well. I found that there's a lot of cultural similarities, whether it be like 
family values, um, just the way that we're brought up and things like that. Did you find that to be common as well? Oh, what you mean? I don't, I don't quite understand. Like, so, what you mean. so for example, like, uh, with, with my Nigerian friends, they're always like, you know, our parents are really strict on things like studies. Um, and the way that we grow up, it's just like, uh, family oriented, very family oriented and just sort of like the etiquettes and the different things that you do. It's very different than like, you know, for example, an American yeah. household, you know? Yeah, I get it. Um, I think I think some of the things are very quite similar because uh, especially here with the Desi parents, as he would say, they kind of are very strict. And I think there, there are some similarities, but um, there are some ethics that, uh, like, for example, <laughs> I mean no offense at all, but Pakistanis are some. Uh, Pakistanis are sometimes very abrupt. Like you know, <laughs> they might ask you, they might ask you questions that uh, might offend you. Like, like for me, it's like normal for me. But when I when my new friends come from Somalia, from Nigeria, they're always like, "What do you want?" When they ask so many questions, where are you from? Where are you living? What does your parent do? Well, how many siblings do you have? Like very questions that you know like fbi kind of want <laughs> ask so <laughs> so in 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 our uh in nigeria like i haven't been i haven't spent much time there but the little time i spent there is very very um strong ethics that you should respect your elders you should talk this way you should be silent you should sit like this stand like this bow your head when you want to greet so um there is always that uh, respect towards even to your enemies I guess but they're like <laughs> we respect but we don't just respect in a way like like for example um, let's say you're planning to die right and you're, uh, wait, what? Yeah, you're, pl you're planning to die what do you mean like oh, like, like, like like let's say let's like say committing? Let's see one, like you're in a plane yeah and the plane no, is no, 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 no 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 Okay. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I mean, like, so, let's just say, like, you want to commit suicide and stuff okay. like that. Okay. Right? Like, like, so, and, like, Nigerians have their attitude, like, I think Nigerians have their attitude that they don't really um, interact very much. Like, for example, like, let's say someone wants to commit suicide, but that person that's committing suicide, it's is at your rooftop not at his own so they will say okay if you want to die just go to your own house and die so it's okay. like very wow. strong strong love but strong um it's like like they have that caringness yeah no, no no yeah yeah but they have that caringness but it's like aggressive caring it's very very aggressive like if you want yeah 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 so like if you want to do this just go do it don't just cry just pick yourself up like, like that hustle mentality mm. i think we have that very much and it's like a, i don't think pakistanis like a, have that a front kind of... language yeah 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 yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. so i That's think really that but yeah but other than that i think things are pretty much the same yeah like, do you come across other uh either black african or foreigners that you interact with at first no but now I'm starting to see more. I'm trying to interact with more Nigerians, Somalians. Some of my class fellows are Somalians and Nigerians. Is that sometimes so, yeah. a relief? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like yeah, I like when I was uh, about to go to university, I was one of the reasons I am at which university I am right now is because there are like many foreigners there. So I I want to have like a different experience, like, you know, and uh, not that like I hate Pakistanis and all that. Like I still, I'm still talking to like some people right now that are Pakistan. Like I still have that very strong bondage, but I'm usually the black guy in the per- black guy in the room so saying, do, do you like do you almost like that now because it's been like that for most of your life that like you almost kind of like being the only black guy in the room um because when you go back to me, nigeria it's it's not like that right so in pakistan it's almost like you get like a spotlight do you feel that way or no um yes and no <laughs> okay um like me over here, obviously, like uh, I, I appreciate getting that love and support and that uniqueness that your difference will come join. But when I went back to Nigeria, I was thinking that you know I would be among my kind of people and all that. But this is just like I'm not trying to take it towards. It's very sensitive, but they, they call me white there. Okay, because my skin is a little bit light skin. So uh, when I went back, I joined the school there and people will be calling me Baba Pupa. Like Pupa means like the the white guy. And I was like, what the, what the hell? Like seriously, I'm in Pakistan, they call me black. I'm here, they call me white. And, and then my accent was a little bit different. So uh, I didn't quite like my accent, but my Nigerian accent isn't very strong. So they like they obviously they accept you but you know that like that fun attitude to like being fun but what i'm trying to say is that i can fit anywhere but over here in pakistan uh being the different person has brought up a certain kind of confidence in me like i could go to any place right now and i don't care what you look like what reputation you are i have that uh, edge that confidence I've built inside myself that no matter like what color what profession you are I'll always I won't be nervous so although I am a little mm. bit scared even till today I I go to a new place I'm I'm always looking here and there but then again I slap myself and I say like get yourself together and bring that confidence up so then I'm starting working like this not really I mean like <laughs> I start working you know from the inside the, yeah, yeah. So that's mindset where, thing. Yeah. Isn't that so yeah. interesting that uh, that's that's our experience in America is exactly what he's describing as a black person mm. in Pakistan, which is like we have this term, which actually Abdullah will probably be familiar with as well, which is apne bande. And it's like mm-hmm. when you're when you're in America and, you know, uh, yeah, of course, we have to be like the tigers. Right. As immigrants, mm-hmm. generally, you have to excel more than the average person. You have to be smarter than them, quicker than them. You have to, yeah. you know, exceed your your parents expectations even. But mm-hmm. sometimes when you go to, uh, you know, college or you go to a workplace where you see someone that looks like you, it's like, and it's like, you know, you found your people. And regardless of whether, you know, obviously we grew up in America and we have uh, a lot of our best friends are, you know, white and black and whatever, a bunch of Americans. But also there is at the same time that sort of sense of home. 
that you are also describing of like, you know, when you see somebody who is Nigerian, maybe it's just like they know exactly, you know, what you are going through and what you're feeling and things like that. So it's not, Mm -hmm. of course, it's, it's, it's just a natural sort of thing when you have, and it's a, it's a great thing to have a sense of belonging to multiple cultures and multiple homes like that. And also similar Mm -hmm. to what he said about like us being here, it's like, you know, oh, like you're the Pakistani, but in America, you're the American, you're the American. Mm -hmm. So like, Mm -hmm. it's funny that you say that when you go back to Nigeria, you're like the white guy. And they call us white when we go to Pakistan. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, you can continue. Let's talk about the video now um, when you made the being black in Pakistan. Um, uh, so what what initially, you know, you said that there was a fire inside of you that you wanted to make it. Did it come from what you were seeing that was going on in America with the protests or what was it? Yeah, it was it was that actually it was uh, um, I think seeing that video of George Floyd and even like being in a coronavirus state, which was a little bit of anxiety and tension and all that at that time, um, it started bringing a lot of memories back to me while I was here in Pakistan. So um, my mind was like in a weird place and uh, it was like I had to make the video to to kind of appreciate the Pakistanis. Uh, like if I was at America, I would, I'll be treated differently. I'll be treated differently, you know. So, uh, like, I had to appreciate and let people know that uh, it's not that bad here. Like, people are actually good. They're yeah. fun. They're they're accepting. And like, I just thought that since I have YouTube and I have this platform, and you know, I could just say something. So, I just thought of making a video on a like regular day and. It ended and ended up being one of the most impactful videos so yeah that was what i was trying to do so yeah when i first saw the thumbnail like you looked very like angry kind of you're like being black <laughs> in pakistan and i was like click i was like okay maybe he's like it's gonna be bad experiences that's what i was thinking going into it and then when i click on it you're just like sitting there on the bench like you know yeah. oh, I, I feel good you know my pakistani friends are awesome you know they treat me uh-huh. it was surprising so, yeah. actually to me too yeah. i was surprised that that's the angle it was taken yeah i'm looking at the thumbnail right now he's very serious <laughs> he's like and i i clicked it i was like oh man here goes like here goes our whole reputation <laughs> this, this dude's about to end us and, i also uh, thought that like it, it to me, I thought it was like, okay, maybe he's been there for like a year or two or something. So like, maybe like doesn't know Urdu. Then you like slid in a few Urdu words in there. And I was like, wait, hold on, hold on. Like he, he, he like gets it, gets it. And then you like, later brought up that you were um, fluent in Urdu. And yeah, the yeah. fact that you said that like, and I think it's so interesting that this like meant something to you, but like uh, how you brought up a story once about how your friend wanted to um, how you wanted to speak in English because there's other people around speaking in English and yeah, how yeah. you were like maybe we should too and he was like we are Pakistanis like we speak in Urdu and you found value yeah, yeah, yeah. in him saying we like yeah, yeah, yeah. to me that like that made you feel like a part yeah, yeah exactly yeah that was that was it I mean that's happened a lot a lot even like I'm in a conversation and I even forget my skin color you know like even though because like i'm like fluent in urdu and punjabi and all that so wherever i am like even they even asked me to like join the army become the president mm-hmm. and all that so um i've 
very seldom like very it's it's very less that i feel different so mm. especially around my friends and yeah. all that so so do you consider yourself like fully pakistani like now that you've you know know the culture lived there for a while like do you consider yourself pakistani <laughs> um like sure i'm like it depends like it what i think doesn't matter man like i could even get a nationality i'll i'll go to a place i'll still be the different dude i'll still get the stairs and all that so what i think doesn't what doesn't matter i don't think it matters but you know like i obviously i'm here for a long time and i understand the culture i speak the language but Oh, I don't think my my opinion matters, man. I, I mean, like how I guess I guess it's just about how you feel, right? I think w- along with what maybe Shamir was saying is, um, when you have either a hyphen in it, for example, saying something like I'm, uh, you know, Nigerian Pakistani. Like often, a lot of us in America, we say something like we're Pakistani American, and some people don't like that. They're like, no, you're only American. Or some people <laughs> say, no, at the heart, you're Pakistani, right? But there's yeah. there's this identity that we feel where it's like of course we don't fit in all the way when we're in pakistan we don't fit in all the way when we're in america there's always something Mm -hmm. different and and we are sort of the best of both worlds and even if there are moments where you know we're not seen as american or something like that or we're discriminated against it's like as an american i want Mm -hmm. to change things like that and i want to be proud as an american so that i can make those changes this is my home Mm -hmm. right like that's what i this is where I live. And so I have to, you know, navigate sort of both of those territories. And, you know, I, I wouldn't say that your your opinion doesn't matter because obviously this video has impacted so many people. And that's also another thing I want to ask you about is just like, you know, what were those, who were those people that were interacting with this video and your primary audience? Who are they? So, yeah, they are Pakistani, obviously. They're like 90% Pakistanis, my audience. You mean on YouTube? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, like 90% Pakistani, yeah. Like, I mean, I so said why that do you think that's because... that, Well, like, why do you think that they watch these videos? If they're all, like, 90% Pakistani, why do you think they either relate to you or interact with you? I think they watch me for a couple of reasons. Um, one is that... I speak Urdu, okay? I mean, once you're different, you you kind of get attracted to people in a way. But uh, I, I don't think that way. You know, I, I, could, I could take this in a whole different turn. But even my videos are very... Uh, I don't think they're just like normal vlogs. Like, I put a lot of work into it. And uh, I make sure my viewer watches every second, not because... I'm different being in Pakistan, but because I put work into it, like even the songs, the vlog, the skipping of that. So, um, I, I like there. There's a mixture of both that that's getting me subscribers, that's getting me all that. So, um, yeah. But my opinion on you know, if I consider myself being Pakistani, like, sure, why not? But at the end of the day, I could go out right now and someone will like, like Nikolo Yansi and all that. So like I don't get really, out of here. What are you doing? Here? Yeah. Yeah. So I don't really take that to my heart very much. So that's why I said that. So, you know, yeah, that makes sense. 
There was this yep. another moment that you described where somebody stared at you for like ten minutes straight to the point that they were like mesmerized, like they couldn't like snap yeah. out of it without somebody tapping them. Um, yeah. Boxon already, like my experience was that everyone stares as it is. Like I'm Pakistani, yeah. I go, they stare. My brothers are yeah. there, they stare. I think it's just like um, it's not a like a commonly rude thing there for them to stare it's like a part Uh of the culture so i can only Uh imagine as someone who looks even more different than maybe we do because i guess we do have a different like sense to us when we Mm. go there somebody who Mm. looks completely different from them definitely gets the stares what how do you Uh usually like handle that and does it bother you or do you find like humor in it now um, you just at go like first, at them like randomly, <laughs> like if they're like really uh, in a trance. Yeah, like like I said, I've been here for quite a number of years. So um, at first, it used to really, really bother me. Like even if someone called me Kali or black in a way, I would like jump up to him. I would like probably punch him up or like stare at him or like you know ready to beat him up. But. Um, once I went back to Nigeria and then I came back, uh, things got a little bit different. Uh, I started being like I like I understood why they're staring at me. It's like I know like they don't see much of me. They don't see like a black person every day. It's not America. Like America has that like you walk here you see a different ethnicity. You walk here you see a different person. So I kind of understood that because like. Over here, they don't get to see that much often. So I understand the stares now. So I don't really mind it. Sometimes I'll smile back. Sometimes if the person is staring, I'll stare at him back. Like if he's, he keeps on staring, I'll keep on staring at him. Like, um, like it's it's like uh, it's not big deal to me like right now. So, um, like, I get it that's the point like i get it so that's the point why i made that video so for people to understand that Mm -hmm. they might stare but they're staring because they didn't they don't see much of that so when they see important to not see like the malicious side in it i guess and i really like that you kind of portrayed that a lot throughout the video and kind of what you're saying now to like Mm -hmm. not think badly because they're doing it like Mm-hmm. Even me now, I was born in America and like I was working the other day and I was on the phone and a customer came and interrupted me and they're like, ma'am, I just wanted to let you know that you've lost your accent. And I was oh, like, wow. and I was like, hold on. Oh. <laughs> and all I could say at that time was like, oh, <laughs> like, thank you. Like, you know, like I didn't want to embarrass oh, them. <laughs> like I didn't want to embarrass them either. And I was like, oh, okay. But like, it just goes to show that people's ignorance only like leads them to say it, but they don't always uh-huh. come from a bad place and i think it's up to us to gauge that yeah yeah same like i i i once worked at a call center you know like you call and you keep on selling stuff so one of the like the locations usually um america and all these foreign countries so i had a different experience with americans there like there are some people that would pick up the phone like I used to think my like my accent is a little bit better than the Pakistanis or like but once I uh, I started calling people they they were like they were confused so I like you 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 call like at least a hundred people a day when you're at a call center and there's some people that they would pick up the phone abuse you right away there was some that would try to make fun of you and then there's this one lady I met 
I called and I will never forget her. Like I called her and uh, she was like, she gets annoyed. Like she said, why are you guys always calling me? And like when I'm selling something, I don't like go full on like the boiler room. I like understand, try to tell them in a more persuasive way, not in like aggressive way. So she actually liked that and she she understood and then she was like where are you from i said i was like nigeria but nigerians don't speak like this i said i'm living in pakistan and this oh really pakistan wow that's amazing like we had a very very amazing conversation <laughs> and um from that i kind of understood more because like good and bad people are everywhere you know so mm-hmm. did you make a sale pa- yeah. There we go. Nice. Yeah. but yeah, but I like I said in the video, good or good and bad people are everywhere, but in Pakistan I think the ratio is a little bit higher of the good. Because even you are telling me right now, like, you know, even in America, I've got other friends in Turkey. Recently I met with some friends, they're always saying that there's like strong racism there. But in Pakistan I think the good are slightly more than the bad so yeah yeah. do um overall do uh you know you're in school and everything do young people participate in a lot of the um social justice issues going on either there or globally well i don't follow what you mean Uh, so you know how like there's the protests that have been going on in america with um black lives matter uh-huh, uh-huh. So with yeah. issues like that, you know, do young people also feel that way in Pakistan? Young Pakistanis or young Nigerians? Or yeah, yeah, Pakistanis. Virgin? Like in your experience go, uh, being in school and everything like that, do you see other people that sort of vouch for uh, social justice issues at all or no? They yeah. Really, or they can't relate. Yeah. He, like, he obviously like... Uh, there is there is a lot of that like regarding things like like i don't i don't follow the news too much but they're protests of every kind but i can give you an example of my like youtube channel like i'm reading the comments and uh there was like there were a couple of bad comments and another one of my fans replied to that person like what are you doing like are you stupid like he put on a little bad words there to try to explain to him that like don't do that stupid stuff like yeah. this is a normal guy he's living in pakistan he's doing nothing wrong so like like that that's in that perspective i can put it that people do fight for social justice and all that yeah because i was just saying because over here you know a lot of uh especially young people they're involved in all types of you know whether it be with black lives matter climate change um you know against trump and the list Mm. goes on there's just so many different issues that uh people are involved in in america you'll see Mm. protests all the time literally there's states that are like police states at this point if you go to washington Uh dc there's always people protesting so i didn't Uh know if like in pakistan I don't see it from my cousins. Um, no, I, it's I not, haven't it's asked not them either, but it's not like that. 
it's not a lot unless it's like a big issue like recently there was like uh, this woman rights Women's issue March, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. March, so, right or something yeah, like yeah, yeah 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 something if like if it's something big even if it's like something like you know the recent CIE results like if it's something big then yeah people do stand for it that's but, good um yeah so with your since you've put out that video you've been you've been pretty consistent you've had uh quite a few vlogs uh put out since then is there something yeah. that you're actively you know uh pursuing through this uh career-wise um well like you're doing firstly, you're doing financing and accounting in school right economics and finance. economics and finance uh, yeah, yeah, yeah so Aside from that, uh, is, is YouTube something that you would pursue as like, you know, something to do actively uh, in the future? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think so. But the one of like there are many reasons I'm being consistent is when I like to make videos. Second, I said I'm going to make 100 videos. So I'm trying to reach that goal. And thirdly, like YouTube, uh, like I really like making videos. So one of the reasons it's named crossing visions is because i want to make it like something big i don't want it to be just vlogs i don't want it to be just just random stuff i just i just want to create something that has some kind of impact some kind of uh, uh yeah value exactly some kind of value impact so i i might end up making more maybe films as well i'm considering to make some films like bring in some people like um i'm thinking of it at the level like sony or disney or some kind oh, of wow. thing like wow. yeah so that's I'm how glad I'm you didn't say lollywood <laughs> <laughs> no man no i don't know are um, there um uh, are there like other pakistani youtubers you watch and get inspiration from yeah one is uh, irfan janejo um second is hamza ibrahim and on the on the level of morobai also uh, i don't follow him much but i've watched a little bit of his videos and the amount i've watched i can see like his level is like at the top like the work he puts into his video is just is like, amazing more M double O R double O something. I don't mm. know. Okay. Muru. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. So these are the three main guys um, I kind of follow. Hamza Ibrahim is just like he's himself, and I like that he's like, uh, like the reason I I like these two guys are like they're not just YouTubers. They're actually they have some kind of business mindset. They have some kind of uh, humbleness they have some kind of uh, street smartness towards them so um and they came from the dirt okay they didn't just stop there and they're not from very rich family so all that that inspires me a lot so yeah anyone um across the pond in um america or just globally that you yeah, are inspired yeah. by um peter mckinnon mainly i mean like that guy's amazing like his fun his videos are amazing and casey neistat obviously and uh yeah these these made and then there is one uh parker walberg something parker he mainly teaches you how to make good content so okay these are the three main so parker walberg peter mckinnon and casey neistat 
Nice. That's awesome. Um, so you you often refer to yourself and your audience as Bawaji. Can you tell us <laughs> yeah. what Bawaji means and why you've chosen to to use that term? You don't know what Bawaji means. So Bawaji is like like old man, right? Bawaji is it's like, like uh, no, it's not like an old man. Uh, it's see, like a I spent some thing almost. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I spent some times with my Punjabi friends, Pathan friends, and Siraiki friends. So like when I'm spending time with Punjabi friends and I'm going to Pindi areas and all that, I often hear that word. So Bawaji is like kind of uh, respect and like it's like a bigger person, like OG basically. Man. It meant what? I thought it meant o- like an older. It's man. like it's like literally. I think literally it might mean literally, that. Literally, like yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it's like saying like Sertab, Janab, like any of those yeah, words. Yeah, yeah. They're all really yeah, used yeah. towards respecting an elder. Mm-hmm. But at the same exactly. time, you could call that to like anybody. Just yeah. To, and it's a fun thing. It's 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 like a slang. It's like OG yeah. in America. Like they say OGs and stuff. So over yeah. here is like. Punjabis like Bawaji I love it I love it when I heard you say that I was like man okay like he knows (laughs) that's awesome to hear um who do you like surrounding yourself with what uh, in your in your friend circles what do you what are the types of people that you like to look for that inspire you and stuff ambitious ambitious people that like um like I want people to like like there is this system i'm glad i got out of it and the reason i got out of it was that i wasn't doing much good in school like i wasn't doing good in school and i was getting bad grades i wasn't really following so i was like i gotta get out of this shit so during my a levels i was i started following big people like uh jeff bezos there's this uh valuetainment guy but i forgot his name like there, there are many people. Elon Musk, okay, Bill Gates, not Bill Gates, but Elon Musk is usually like you see his stuff, him doing stuff. But like entrepreneurs uh, overall, exactly, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I started noticing something with them. Like, they're they have street smartness. Like this traditional modern, like go to school, uh, eat, sleep, watch TV, and uh, you know just sleep and. Uh, now I have the mindset of like doing something more. Okay. Now people like like this is the phone. Okay, and people spend most of my their time looking at here. So I decided I want to be on this side. Okay, wow. I want to be on the back side. So, um, and I noticed that like even Kevin Hart, Dwayne Rock Johnson, and these people like they're doing something they're leaving a mark even kobe bryant i mean he recently passed away uh, rest in peace but like you could see like these guys like you know people like to see people doing good things like even if you watch movies you won't you won't look at the guy that is lazy is normal you you follow the guy that's doing something more so currently i just have one major friend that has big dreams like mine and you're gonna get some phone calls after this <laughs> yeah i hope so like, <laughs> like i hope so like bruh <laughs> you said one friend i better be that friend <laughs> yeah man so yeah i just like to surround myself with uh people that have ambitious goals and all that because you know like 
there's more to life man so yeah for sure man that sounds awesome are you do you have any plans of like uh traveling other places in the world or have you definitely definitely once once i got the racks <laughs> i'm currently worried <laughs> so uh, yeah <laughs> come through bro come through uh, the states yeah, yeah take man, it in show yeah we'll come in but uh, do you plan on um living in pakistan for like is that like where you'd want to settle I don't think so. Like, I want to visit more places like Tokyo, China, uh, Bali, like all these beautiful places. But um, the thing is, like, I will definitely, like, I will always come back. But I don't think I will settle. I always come back to visit, but I don't think I will settle. Word. Uh, is there anything that you want to leave the audience with? Um, on maybe how you're planning to pursue uh, these these sort of goals that you're that you're talking about, or a lesson that you kind of try to put in all your videos. Um, talk is cheap. Talk is cheap. Like people say, they want to do stuff, but they end up procrastinating. Like everyone has ideas. Okay every every single person always has an idea i want to do something but then you meet a friend that is a regular dude he doesn't really has ambitious goals so you drop your dreams and you drop your goals and all that so um i think once you say you're gonna do something you do it and once you pick something you go to it if it fails you you pick something else like you need to find what you're good at and it's not gonna drop on your lap you need to you need to try a couple of things like youtube was something i wanted to try out i've done a bunch of things before youtube and i'm gonna do a bunch of things i'm currently doing things right now so if you have an idea it could be anything just stick to it uh follow it do it and if it fails it's all right pick something else that you think you might be good at so yeah man just just don't give up and and just just keep hustling keep going man. abdullah nice. maroof wow. everyone you will not see the end of him <laughs> you'll see him next to bezos and uh <laughs> and anyone else uh who's who's really doing it um yeah i hope so man before we uh ask you our uh last question uh where can people find you online and follow you oh uh, on Instagram, it's underscore Abdullah, underscore Maruf, M-A-R-O-O-F. Or just write Bawaji, I'll probably pop out. And <laughs> on uh, on YouTube, it's Crossing Visions. And on Snapchat, it's army.dime, army.dime. Bro, you gotta, so, get, you, gotta, you gotta get your branding together. You gotta, you gotta oh, make no, it man. consistent, man. I know, man. Just be Babaji on everything. <laughs> you can't change your Snapchat uh, name, otherwise you should be Babaji on there too. We'll yeah. we'll link up uh, your stuff in the bio, uh, guys. Please go check him out. He's a dope guy, sure. and uh, he's has awesome perspective, and he's very inspiring. Um, oh, all right, I'm you, sure man. you're already prepared for this, but uh, Amber, if you want to ask him the last question, go ahead. If you could describe yourself as any flavor, what would it be, and why? flavor in what in ice creams in anything what? if you want to do ice cream yeah. but if you want to do any flavor it could be something that like a food you like or think that it just describes you 
food or flavor. Um, it has to be a flavor. Okay. It has to be a flavor of something, and give us a good reason why that flavor is you. Sometimes people pick like foods. They're wrong though. Oh. <laughs> flavor, flavor. Can you give me like an example, please? Yeah. Right. So like, like people pick things that it might be like, for example, sweet. Right? They'll say, "Oh, I'm, I'm the flavor cherry because cherries have a little tang to them." And, uh, you know, they're sweet, and that's how I would describe the things that, you know, the energy that I give off or something. Or someone might say, like, It could oh, even I'm be, a, like, a chip flavor. It could be, like, any flavor. I'm a pickle because I'm always sour, uh, sour <laughs> you know? <laughs> things like that. Oh, shit, this is tough. Because... Tactical Babaji <laughs> is not, okay. does not have the tactics for this. I love that your accent is, like... My cousin's accents from Pakistan, like it's like a true Pakistani American accent. <laughs> I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Okay, so flavor. Um, wow. Okay, this is gonna take. Bawaji sara de niega. Pata yar, but like, um, sweet. No, I'm. I'm not sweet. Like I am sweet, but. I wouldn't pick sweet, sour, no. All right, oil. I'll give you an example of a flavor that, like, I chose, and then no, maybe it'll no, help No, I you think out. you should do something that's more, like, relatable to, like, Pakistan. Like, what's, like, a Pakistani, like, flavor? Like, no, how Amber, like... why you, you always want people to pick a flavor that you would want them to have. You can't <laughs> no, do that. No, I'm, I'm saying that's something that relates to him. Do you think that he's going to be able to relate to mint chocolate chip? That's not no, relatable I'm, to him. I'm not saying he would relate to that. I'm saying I'm t- telling him why I picked that flavor. I'm just saying okay. it'd be more easy yeah. for her to under- him to understand. That's why I said it like okay. that. You guys need to stop fighting. <laughs> well, welcome to our podcast. We're me and Frost fight half of it. Okay, um, Frost, go ahead, man. Okay, so my flavor I chose was mint chocolate chip because okay. the mint is always fresh. It's always like ambitious. Uh, you know, it, it describes something that's like you just feel this sort of fresh energy, but the chocolate chips are in there because uh one i love chocolate but also it's like roots like i never forget my roots even though i'm always doing something that's new so the mint being something new and fresh the chocolate chips being something like solid something you know something you never forget does that make sense yeah i think i'll pick that no you can't okay no no, you can't just do that bro you're you're a creative guy you gotta come up with your own thing i was giving you a creative example okay (laughs) yeah i'll just pick that (laughs) what's a flavor you like and 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 my okay describe so you like let's describe you how do you describe yourself i can't believe we have to make up a flavor for you (laughs) first time ever you're doing so good the entire podcast and this is this is where the limit I'm, has I'm not been... a food guy, man. I'm not a food guy at <laughs> How all. Can you not? Like... You're Nigerian. You live in Pakistan. How are you not a food guy? You are, <laughs> exactly. Like, you have that's, all these that's... flavors inside of you. Exactly. Um... <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Mm... Okay. Okay. I'm gonna... I'm, I'm gonna... I read a very interesting thing. I saw a very interesting thing, but it's not regarding the flavor, but let's say um, 
it might bring up some flavor. Okay, so I was watching this season. It was it's called Etaewon Class. It's like a Korean Korean show or something. So in that there was a other flavor would be like cilantro. <laughs> okay, let me let me let me put this in that way. So in that movie or that season, Korean show. Uh, yeah. So. This is the first show I watched, and it was amazing, by the way. So, um, uh, this girl, she read a poem, and uh, she said that uh, <laughs> I am a rock. Okay. Okay. You can, you can, uh, you can beat me up. I won't break. Uh, I will still shine in the dark, and. If you leave me, if you leave me uh, alone, I will still shine by myself. And uh, it it went on for for like a a couple of while. But the main thing was that 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 rock was a diamond. Okay, you can beat a diamond up; it won't break. It will still shine in the dark. It has its own um, essence to it. Okay, like even yeah. So. A flavor regarding that, I don't so that, know. So, so that's something that you would want to uh, be associated yeah, with. Yeah, you know, honey exactly. honey never expires. I think it's the only food that never expires. <laughs> really? I didn't know that. Yeah. Well, so maybe maybe honey is the diamond of foods. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. You I'll dis- go with honey. Yeah, honey. <laughs> no, I'm perfect. mad at this, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but because you gave I us that... That story, yeah. maybe that's that's yeah. the only thing I can help you with. If you if you like it, you could settle for that. No, no, no. Honey is perfect. It's sweet. Like I'm sweet to other people. <laughs> he like, literally said, "I'm not sweet." And now he's like, "No, I'm sweet. It's perfect." <laughs> no, no. In in a way, in a way, like 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 you know, like I'm, I'm I'm like a fun guy to interact with. Like you could yeah. be anyone. Like I could I could be a fun guy to interact with. I'm not very sweet in like, hey, what's up, you know? But like in um in aggressive funny way, like I said in a Nigerian. Aggressive funny way. Yeah. Nigerian yeah, sweetness. Like, Nigerian honey. Yeah, yeah. Nigerian exactly. Honey. I like Niger- Nigerian honey. <laughs> Perfect. Nigerian that's, honey, yeah. That's I'll what go it with is. that. Hey, this yeah. this is the longest flavor uh, that it has ever taken anybody Today. to come up with, but it was worth it. It was worth it. We got something that's rock solid. We got him smiling like Nigerian honey. Nice and sweet. Yeah. Uh, yes, Abdullah, sir. for real, like, thank you for coming on here. Thank uh, you. It's so much fun talking to you. I hope we get to uh, meet you someday, but till then... Uh, stay in touch, sure. and uh, yeah, sure, we'll, I'll keep watching you, and I, I can't wait to see uh, the other 90, 94 videos that come out this year, right? Or maybe, no, maybe I did like 35. Oh, you did 35? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, so like at 60 something right now. All right. Yeah, the the other 65 videos. All right, man. Inshallah, yeah, hopefully. All right. Thank you for being here. Um, for everybody listening, thank you for listening to another episode of Strange Flavors. It's been another week. Another, another flavor. flavor. A little less stranger. <laughs> we'll talk to you next time. Uh, okay, that was good. <laughs>